You're listening to the State of Skull Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. What is up, everybody? It's your boy, AJ. I'm here with our boy, Josh, and the Vikings get it done once again. What a game, man. What a game. Crazy. What a game. I mean, it wasn't. The first half was pretty, but the second half was not. So, but the Vikings get it done 27 19 over the Saints. It's another one score W, but we'll take it. Before we get into it today, I want to tell you about our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Guys, if you're not an underdog, you need to get in on this shit. Underdog Fantasy in their pick 'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em entry, get every pick right, and take home some code hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, did not have a play of the day today, but everything that I would have had would have chalked for y'all, so maybe it's a good thing that I didn't put it out. Um, I did run a little... A little sweaty big boy and um Cam Bynum ended up selling it with like he had like three tackles and then Alvin Kamara had 32 receiving yards and he needed 33 and a half. So that's super Yep. Cool. Yep. I had a uh I had a big boy with, with the Camara and uh my last play was a Dak Prescott passing yard and yeah, I needed that Camara big time. Uh, it's so annoying when you like bet on the other team just because you know you want to do it for the sake of the game right and then it's like okay well we won and you didn't get your shit like yeah annoying and yep. we were sitting here thinking that Kamara was going to tear us up correct yep yeah they uh i mean he only he only ran the ball nine times today caught the ball seven um yeah i i, I for sure thought he was gonna have a have a bigger day for sure and it looks like he was early on because he was popping a couple of good runs and it was looking to be like, oh boy, here we go again. Yeah. So, yeah, Vikings get the win, nineteen twenty-seven. We'll hop into the stats here presented by Blank. Uh, we'll start on the Vikings side. Josh Dobbs, twenty-three of thirty-four passing, two hundred and sixty-eight yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, did take one sack. Passer rating of one hundred one point one. Rushing department a little bit interesting. So Ty Chandler. 15 carries, 45 yards. Did have the goal line touchdown on a beautiful play. Josh Dobbs, eight carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Um, a lot of that came in the first half of the game. Uh, that touchdown was absolutely brilliant. That's going to make Sports Center top 10 for sure this week. Uh, Kenny Wangu had two carries for nine yards. Then Madison ended up going out with a concussion. Uh, he ended up having 27 yards on eight carries. Receiving department. Really just one guy leading the way. Uh, that's our boy, TJ Hawkinson. And I'm going to say it right here, right now, so that you can all get this through your head. And I know who else is in the league, so you don't have to tell me and bring up stats. TJ Hawkinson is the best tight end in the NFL. And yep. he's getting paid like it, and he's balling out like it. Yep. 11 catches, 134, and a touchdown. Our rookie Jordan Addison, four catches, 69 yards. 
Uh, and my, may I mind you, we don't have Justin Jefferson still. So, skull, baby. Yep. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson's a dog. Um, he he is a tough bastard. He he was battling that rib injury again this week, and he was, you know, fighting through it. And, yeah, like you said, 134 yards. I mean, the guy was open every day and twice on Sunday. I mean, he is – he's a beast. I love that tagline, twice on Sunday, because he was really getting open, especially on that touchdown. Like, oh, yep. man, that was beautiful. Yep. Uh, ended up coming down with a couple of interceptions. Byron Murphy and Makai Blackman picked off Jameis Winston once he ended up entering into the game. Uh, Greg Joseph went two or three on field goals along a 40. So if you had him on uh, field goal kicking points, I did. Then maybe that did you some good. Uh, looking at the other side of here. So nothing too crazy. Chris Olave, six catches, 94 yards and a touchdown. So if you had him on your fantasy team and you were begging him to get going, he finally did that for you. Yeah. And and I want to bring up one thing about Olave. I don't think I might be mistaken here, but I don't think he had a target until the second half. That sounds now, right. If, if, if you're a, a Saints fan, I mean, how do you not throw that guy the ball? Right. You know, first round rookie, he bought out right. as hell for you last year. Yep. He needs to be part of the game plan. I don't, I don't understand that. Definitely. Our boy Dave says for only being here a week and a half, Dobbs did good. Only his third win in the NFL. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. So, uh, Winston 30, 13 to 25, uh, passing, uh, did have two touchdowns, two interceptions, 122 yards. Derek Carr, 13 of 18, 110, uh, nothing but took two sacks. And boy, did he get destroyed by Daniel Hunter. Yep. That was a huge hit. Uh, Daniel Hunter is so back. I love having him on our team. I'm so glad we didn't trade him to the Jags for a useless second-round pick. Yep. That would probably end up butchering anyway. Yeah. And uh, one thing I want to chime in with the Neil Hunter, I don't know um, how you get a penalty on yourself for hands to the face when the left tackle takes your helmet off. Uh, make that make sense. I can't. Um, but that was unless there's a different camera angle that shows that he was blatantly shoving his hands into Andrus Pete's you know, face mask. I, I don't know. That was terrible. Yeah, that was garbage. That was one of those calls where it's like, OK, like. That's cool. Just completely missed, and I, I don't even know where that came from. So, yeah. I mean, the game started out hot, and it looked like we were going to run away with it. The first half, we put up 24 points to their three, uh, and Josh Dobbs looked brilliant. I think the only thing early on that I was struggling with is when Josh Dobbs would drop back to pass, it didn't really seem like anything was there on the throwing end. And I don't know if that was the Saints playing good D, which it looked like they were, and they're a pretty good defense. But is Dobbs really just not putting this stuff together still? Or And he ended up getting it going, but he only really yeah. threw it to two guys. Right. Right. It seemed like he was kind of lenient a little bit on running the ball um, early on there, which it worked out. You know, um, as long as we get a dub, I don't really care how it happens. Um, but, yeah, I, I I do agree with that for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a concern moving forward, but he ended up having 268 yards on the day. So, stat-wise, it ended up looking uh, a lot better than it did, but I think his elusive run ability, it's, it's so cool to see. It's so cool to see a, a Vikings quarterback that when things break down, 
he can run out the pocket and he can buy you some yards. And I mean, that touchdown run was exhilarating, like the big spin move and getting to the edge and jumping into the end zone like a freaking work of art. Hang that in the I don't know what the French museum is. Levin, the, Lever, Le, Levour, the... We're going to butcher completely. Someone yeah. needs to come into the <laughs> someone needs to come into the chat and correct us. My boy yeah. Dobbs said Dobbs to Hawkinson a fire emoji. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the first half, I, I mean, last week was fun, but but this week, the first half was just, I had a lot of fun. It was fun to just sit back and watch Joshua Dobbs shake tackles, shake sacks, watch him run all over. I mean, he'd shake sacks, throw it to Hawkinson for a first down, run for a touchdown. I mean, it was, the second half got a little dicey, but overall, it was it was a fun day, no doubt. Yeah, overall, it was so fun, especially because they weren't doing anything. I mean... Their drives in the first half, punt, field goal, punt, punt, and then end a half on a kneel. So they didn't do anything. And it wasn't until Jameis Winston came in and they started, you know, making things weird that they started coming back. And our second half, field goal, punt, miss field goal, punt, 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 punt. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, one other thing, too, obviously, for injuries on this channel, but them losing Michael Thomas was definitely a big uh, a big factor for the game. Um, that, that definitely did not help the Saints at all. And then Taysom Hill, he had a couple plays, but he didn't really make an impact, and he's one of their impact players. Right. I was thinking that Taysom Hill would have another weird day where he gets a wide-open pass to Rashid Shaheed down the seam. I thought for sure that we were going to put that in the bingo card for today. Uh, But, yeah, it didn't really seem like they had anything going offensively. They kind of just got stuff, you know, once things kept wearing down with that defense in the second half. And, hey, they ended up holding up. They got two interceptions off of Jameis Winston arm punts. So we'll take it. I think Makai Blackman came in and played really well. Uh, Byron Murphy ended up getting snagged on by Olave. But, I mean, that was a brilliant catch by Olave. That's that's going to be up there for, like, top 20 on the YouTube compilation of the year for best catches. Yeah, definitely. Definitely for sure. And uh, one thing I did want to touch on, too, with you, Age, is um, just the Vikings run game in general. Um, what are your thoughts Ugh. on, you know, obviously Madison got hurt and he was out of the game, but early on it looked like Ty Chandler was, was winning that job and, and taking it over. Yeah, Ty Chandler looked really good. We had that uh, that neat touchdown play with him at the goal line. We had uh, another touchdown run that ended up getting called back on a Brian O'Neill hold where he got absolutely destroyed. Um, so Ty Chandler, I think he's going to be the guy that we look to once this is all said and done, and hopefully he provides that boost. Right. I've been sitting here on the show for weeks. There has not been one week where we've ran the ball well at all. Like you can maybe say Carolina, but that was because we got like 90 some yards that game. So I don't like, what is it going to take? What is it really going to take? Right. I think it's going to take Ty Chandler being the sort of starter. And then Madison comes in a relief, like I've been saying, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it seemed like, um, it seemed like Chandler, Chandler is fast. He hits the hole hard. Um, and I don't like to kind of rag on our own players, but it seemed like Madison just had a tough time kind of hitting that hole and, and, you know, finding a stride. He had a couple of good runs today, um, but there were definitely a few where, you know, 
they were just kind of questionable for sure. Right. So, I mean, looking at it defensively, you know, we played really well. And in the second half, when they had Winston in there, you know, he's got that that gunslinger ability, so you got to watch out for that. But that also got them in trouble with the two interceptions they had. So I think once he came in, B-Flow knew exactly what to do. He knew exactly what he needed to do, and that was to turn on that damn blitz because in that second half, especially in that fourth quarter, people were coming. Josh Metellus was coming down Main Street at 90 miles an hour, and it was crazy. So I think this defense just keep stacking good games on top of each other against good teams too. I mean, the Saints by no means are a great offense, but you know, they did a couple they did some things when they needed to to get themselves back into this game, so to see them close it out, the Vikings defense, I think is a positive sign moving forward. For sure. Yeah, they uh they held their own when they needed to and and you know, we had a a pretty decent pass rush there at the end of the game, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, second half, you you go in, you're up 24 to three. Um, you're not playing too overly aggressive. So they, you know, weren't maybe blitzing as much. Um, but yeah, they they held their own and, and came out with a dub. That's all that matters. And I want to give a shout out to the Viking special teams because special teams often gets overlooked. Greg Joseph had two huge field goals, did miss one. That's all right. You ain't going to make them all. It's where the Vikings it's, it's going to happen, unfortunately. Um, but Ryan Wright had some huge punts. Yeah. He is that dude. I don't know. I mean, punters will never get the love and respect they deserve yep. unless they're just doing it on every single rep, which just doesn't happen quite frankly, because you know, they're human, but Ryan Wright, six punts, 258 yards, average of 43, three of those inside of the 20 yard line. What else can you say about our big dude? Yeah, he he was right. Yeah, he especially and it seemed like those three inside the 20, I think two of them were in the second half. I mean, when you can when you can flip the field like that and kind of pin them in their own in their own end there, that's that's huge for sure. Yeah, it was huge. Those those two in the second half, especially, you know, when you know things were going kind of sideways. That's the last thing you need is a weak punt or a tipped punt where it only goes 30, 40 some yards or, you know, 30, 20 yards. And you end up giving them a good field at midfield to work with. That's, you know, momentum is so important when it comes to things like this, when it comes to a team making a comeback, when it comes to a team rallying. So any little thing that you can do to put them back further, to make them do everything that they need is going to be that much better. So shout out to, uh, our punt team and those gunners, they fly. I don't know who number yeah. 11 was. Yeah. It's Najee uh, Thompson. Najee Thompson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was on a couple of those. He was flying. I'm like, Oh my God, he's yeah. like, sometimes you kind of, you know, when you're watching it on TV, they kind of delay it a little bit. So that speed, you don't really mm-hmm. take that into consideration, but man. Yeah. And, and yeah, Najee, I mean, he was doing it today, but I feel like, all year Najee's been doing that. He flies down the field. He hits guys hard, but yeah, he's, he's grinding on special teams and that's special teams changes games. Another shout out I want to give here is to our rookie, our undrafted free agent rookie, Ivan Pace Jr. So Jordan Hicks ends up going out on a weird collision. Uh, I don't really know if he came back in too much. He did, but okay. So 
but you know you had a lot of Troy die in there and uh Pace ends up getting the green dot so he ends up calling the plays I mean that's a huge spot for someone like that to hop into so shout out to him yeah definitely um yeah, just kind of injury-wise, Hicks did go out for a little bit, and uh, um, same with Hawkinson. So hopefully those two guys can can get healthy um, coming next week and when we uh, when we battle the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it looks like Hawk, towards that uh, the end of the second quarter there, when you were driving before he got that big touchdown, was in a lot of pain when he went <clears> to the <throat> sideline and landed weird. Like, yeah. he, like when you see a guy crawling on all fours, like – that is uh, not a good sign. So, yeah. shout out to Hawk. Yeah, dude, rib, rib injuries are they're tough, man. And it looked like that play, especially he uh, kind of got landed, or the defender kind of landed on top of him. So I'm, I'm thinking he kind of got the wind knocked out of him, or you know that that rib pain kind of got agitated. But yeah, he's he's a tough sob, and you know he's he's a dog. He's a dog, and he gets paid like that top dog. So <laughs> yeah. Our boy Pat in the chat says, was this our first game without turning over the ball? I think so. Feels like it. I, th- right? I think it might be, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, like, we uh, we we protected the ball well today. Um, yeah, it, it, it feels good. Like AJ, like I said on Thursday, we got to win that turnover battle. The Saints are one of the best turnover defenses in the league, um, and we beat them turnover-wise. We got two turnovers, two turnovers off them, and they got nothing off of us. So that's definitely a big, uh, a big key to the win today for sure. Big key in the win. And early on, it was looking like that was our absolute Achilles' heel because we could not stop coughing up the ball. Kirk had a couple weird interceptions, and then we weren't taking away the ball. Now it's con- turned into the complete opposite. So. Uh, this is just a sign to not panic about things that happen early because things aren't always what they seem. And it's a long year, obviously, like mm-hmm. godly. So, but yeah, yeah, just an exhilarating win. And we're looking forward to Denver next week. It's a Sunday night football game. Now we're starting our primetime stints. Don't know if the Bears game will be moved. We'll have to hear uh, by this Wednesday if they move that or not. Um, I don't think they will. And I hope they don't because I, I have tickets to that game and I want to go to a Monday night football game. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, great stuff today. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, another shout out you can give is to our offensive line. One sack, five yards. I mean, uh, the offensive line and and, and uh, New Orleans has a good pass rush. Demario Davis did get, end up getting one sack. But like we talked Thursday, you know, they got some, they got Cameron Jordan on that defensive line. They got some dogs over there. So um, the O line minus a couple penalties in that one sack. They played, you know, they played pretty well today. Yeah, I think the penalties kind of got us a little bit, but that's going to happen. And it seems like in years past, the offensive line penalties just across the board are so way down. Like it seems like every time for the past couple of years, anytime, oh, we'd have a big play holding offense. And it's like, ah. but that really hasn't happened this year. So, Shout out to them as a whole. That unit is playing so much better. And now we can say, hey, maybe they're very good. Maybe they're elite, whatever. But not two weeks ago when we were just first seeing them. And everyone was like, oh, my God. But I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe everyone was right and I was wrong. And I'm being yeah. dramatic. Yeah. The, I don't know, man. The, tide, the tides are changing. We're six and four now. You know, we got five straight. Five straight. We've got Denver next week. Um our boy JJ is more than likely back next week. 
Um, so who knows, man? I mean, we've got we've got the Broncos, we've got the Bears, we've got a bye, and then we've got the Oakland Raiders. I mean, we could very easily potentially be nine and four in a couple weeks. So my God. <laughs> crazy after starting 0 three and and now the boys are rolling and who knows man it's it's fun i'm excited yeah this season turned into a lot of fun after the chiefs game it was not a lot of fun and yep. it was tiring and now it looks completely different a month later like oh man without kirk cousins too may i mind you right we're doing yeah. all this without kirk cousins we just went on a whole winning streak without our best player and one of the best non-quarterbacks in the league, one of the best players in the league. Like, what is going to happen with this offense when he comes back? Right. Yeah. And KJ, too. Right. Yep. It's, it's. I think, honestly, for this team, as long as this defense can keep kind of even keel and 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 play some solid defense and be in the, the top half of the league, I think the, sky, the, the sky's the limit. And I don't want to... I don't want to get too ahead of myself here, AJ, but this kind of feels like when Case Keenum came into play, right? A little bit of that Case Keenum magic is rolling through Josh Dobbs. I don't know. I'm 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 optimistic. I'm I'm very excited for what the future holds for this team. Yeah, I mean, Josh Dobbs every week that goes on, he's just going to keep getting smarter in the system and things will grow. Today it didn't look great, but he figured his way out of it and did some great things to keep the things, keep the ball rolling and get us some points. So, and the Saints are a good defense. The defenses from here on out will get a lot softer. So, hopefully, that's something that you can really build off of moving forward. And one other thing I did want to touch on we talked about it on a Thursday the Viking killer, Cam Jordan. You said Demario Davis got the only sack. Cam Jordan did not. That is a huge W. Yep. Yep. Cam Jordan only had two tackles today. Uh, he was basically a non factor. Um, so granted he is a little bit older, but still, I mean, that's huge that he basically did nothing. Brian O'Neill absolutely handled him and yep. what a luxury it is to have two huge, crazy good left tackles. I mean, it just makes a world of a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Getting Christian Darisaw back. I mean, there were, uh, on that, um, that wildcat play to Ty Chandler for the touchdown, um, <clears throat> Darisaw had one-on-one -on -one block with what looked like a, a corner or a safety. And he just, it, there was no chance. And I mean, the, the, the defender, yeah, exactly. The defender, you know, stood no chance. Darisaw could have thrown him into the first row of the, of the lower bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this team is fun and, and I'm excited. Now, AJ, I do have a question for you and this might be a little controversial. Oh boy. If, if Josh Dobbs, kind of continues on this pretty good pace. Do you think there is a chance that he might be the guy that we roll with and Kirk might get, you know, Kirk might walk. And I love Kirk. I love him. I love Kirko, but Dobbs is a lot cheaper. You could get Dobbs for a lot cheaper. I think it's something that depending on how well he does, you definitely have to consider it. Like this is what have we been banking for this whole time? A quarterback that has mobility, not just to be able to run, but to be able to escape the stuff in the pocket and not be stuck when things break down. And, right. you know, granted, the offensive line has been better and Kirk was kind of figuring that stuff out. But that's something that we've been begging and pleading for. And 
the way that things are rolling right now, I don't know what type of draft position you're going to have when it comes to the draft next year. Like mm-hmm. if we want to go to the playoffs and we want to win the division, which is completely in our reach, you're not going to have a great draft pick to go get a quarterback and moving up is going to be that much harder. So like I said, like you love Kirk. I love Kirk too, but holy sh! like that would be a great problem to have in. Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see where we're at. I mean, you know, once we win the Super Bowl with Josh Dobbs, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, crazier things have happened. Nick Foles won a damn Super Bowl when he came in in December too. So that's right. I mean, Dobbs is more than capable of doing it. I think, especially when we get JJ back and this offense starts humming as a whole, we get the running game going just a little bit. Like we're there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I saw, kind of like I touched on earlier. So we have the Broncos, we have the bears, we have the Raiders. Then we have our buys in there after the bears. We've got the Bengals, the lions, the Packers, the lions. So those lions games are obviously going to be huge for the division, but there is a real chance depending on what happens with the lions over the next couple of weeks, there's a real chance to, to go get the North again. Yeah. It's well within reach. We're, we're hot on their heels. And we're not letting up. And the Lions, they just have to keep winning. They're in a dogfight right now with the Chargers. But and I think they'll win that game. So, you know, you got to keep stacking up these dubs in order to get to that later point in week 16 and 18 to be able to say, hey, these games mean something. Otherwise, you're just going to be battling for probably the seventh seed. So you got to keep winning. And today was the day where, you know, weird stuff happens, but you got to win. So, yeah, love the effort. Yep. Yeah. Just great, great cap to the weekend. Um, looking forward to to things to come this week and looking forward to the Broncos Sunday night. Yeah, that's going to be a huge game. Sunday night football. Kind of weird that they got two games in a row because the Broncos are going to be playing Monday night against the Bills, uh, which is interesting. So but the schedule makers, they had to do their thing. Mm. I'm trying to figure out. OK, so. I, th- I thought for some reason that the bye week was before the Bengals game, but it's the bye week, then Raiders Bengals. I was going to say, like, a full week of rest in preparation for Joe Burrow? Woo! Because yeah. they're cooking, but they lost today to the Texans. So yep. they're going to be have to be fighting for their shit, too. Right. Yeah, that, that game in a couple weeks is going to be a it's going to be a battle. It's going to be two teams not desperately needing a win, but two teams that are going to need it, and they're going to fight hard for it. And that's going to be one of those games where it's like flexible for either Saturday or Sunday. So that's going to be like a Saturday night game for sure. So, mm-hmm. I mean, these games at the, it's like, we have to give ourselves a couple of weeks. Like you have a couple opponents, the Broncos by no means are, it, it looks like they're a little bit, you know, more tougher and more of a better football team than we thought early on in the year. They're not going to lie down. Sean Payton's their coach. So I wouldn't expect him to, but you know, there's still some, stuff to be had there. And then the bears, they're not very good. So keep stacking these dubs, keep being the hell out of these teams and keep getting Josh Dobbs, this confidence in this offense. So we're going to be ready to roll. Yep. Exactly. The the only thing we can do is, is focus on ourselves and just keep stacking up those dubs. Keep stacking up those dubs. All right. That is going to do it here for the show. Thank y'all for watching. Uh, Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in with your comments. Uh, We will be live Thursday at 6 p.m. to preview that Broncos Sunday night game. So make sure that you are joining us on all the 10K social platforms. And make sure you've got those wallets ready because we're going to have some plays for you, too. 
Uh, I think last week all my stuff hit for Thursday Night Football. But, of course, I didn't do anything with it. So <laughs> I'm giving you guys free money. So be ready. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going to – we'll cook something up for this Sunday for sure. This next yeah, Sunday. We gotta, anyway. Yeah, we got to cook something up because I – everything offensively for the Vikings, when I was like, oh, I'm not going to touch it, hit. So yeah, go figure. Yeah. For Josh and AJ here at State of School, thank you guys. We will see you all later. See you guys.